Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. How is everyone doing this week? I hope you've had a wonderful week. It feels like absolutely forever since I've sat down and done a podcast. I don't even know. Last week, did I do one last week? I don't even know if there was one last week. I'm like, literally don't even know what happened. Like, obviously I've been on holiday and stuff, but with my podcast and my blog, I never miss a week with either of these things. And with the blog, I don't even know what happened. I just, everything got crazy and I had so little time before I went away on holiday. And uh, I don't even know what happened. I just totally ran out of time for a lot of really important things. And obviously I was on holiday and I was completely refusing to do any work because for the past, I don't even know, like a year on a bit, I've probably not even had like a break, a proper break from from anything. So I really needed to just, you know, remove myself from all of the usual things I normally do. Not because I don't enjoy doing the podcast or the blogs, I 100% do, but of course, I wasn't going to do them on holiday and definitely needed like a full break from everything and yeah so I don't even know what happened but we're back to normal just like oh I was also ill that's why that's why we didn't do it because this is the thing about having a podcast as well if you cannot talk properly or like you are you sound bad people don't want to listen to that I mean it's just like the only thing that you you know well one of the one of many things I'm sure that you do and will be like massively impacted by someone having a cold. So yes, I'm back to normal this week. We're going to do a little update about what's been going on and also I'm going to talk to you about smoothies and whether or not from a registered nutritionist's perspective, whether or not they are helpful or harmful or what the situation there because there is a lot of different research and a lot of different areas of view that argue that smoothies are really good for you and argue that smoothies can be not so good. So there's lots of different arguments there and I would like to look at the research, which I have done, and relay that to you guys so that we can have a good understanding of why these things may be good, why these things may be bad, and how we then go ahead and either utilise or not utilise them in our life. But again, you know, knowledge is power and I hope to achieve that through the podcast of looking at the science, looking at the evidence and relying on that to provide us information on how to proceed in the healthiest way in our lives. And, you know, there's a real importance to that, especially because of how crazy our media is and the amount of misinformation. And this this is actually something I saw last night, I saw on TikTok, and it is astounding the amount of misinformation that is on TikTok. Absolutely insane. I always save all these videos that I think aren't based on evidence or are just based on random Google searches. And I like try and stitch them on stuff in TikTok and, and try and present the evidence in response to it. So if you'd like to hear more about that, follow me on TikTok. My username is marygardner 57 but yeah, I'm enjoying the TikToks, I think they're fun, but they're also a bit of a chore as well. Like, to be honest, if social media wasn't a thing, I probably wouldn't be too worried about that. But, so the TikTok was, she was saying, um, um, she had no education in her bio or anything, so I just assumed that she didn't have 
education on nutrition or wellness because I feel like if you had that it would be in your bio or you would make it clear but she was basically comparing two different breakfasts and saying that she used to have porridge and oat milk with like berries honey and orange juice for breakfast and that she didn't feel full or she didn't feel uh, she always felt really hungry after it and things like that Uh, and she also suggested that it wasn't hormonally helpful for your diet to have these foods and she compared it to what she has now which she thinks would be better for your hormones which was toast on scrambled eggs spinach um tomatoes and something else avocado on the toast and stuff which is really interesting perspective uh and I think that it is really harmful to suggest that one breakfast is unhealthy when it isn't and she's going from a perspective particularly of hormones and really she was saying that because there was no protein fats or whatever in the porridge that she was eating that it was problematic where that's not necessarily the case and so she had porridge and she had lots of berries on there. Porridge is rich in fibre and a lot of other nutrients. One particularly phytic acid which is particularly good for your your gut and your digestion and another which is berries and berries are arguably one of the most nutrient dense foods in the planet especially dark berries like blueberries blackberries things like that and she had lots of them on top of the porridge and that is fantastic these are really rich in fiber they're actually one of the fruits that are lower in sugar and are incredibly nutrient dense and she kind of just told the whole of tiktok or whoever watched her videos that porridge and berries was not a good option for breakfast for your hormones which is completely not true and yes you put honey on it and yes honey has a high sugar content it is natural sugar but it does have a high sugar content but there's nothing wrong with adding honey to your breakfast if it's not in absolute mass quantities you know so I didn't like that either the only thing I would agree with was the orange juice that was quite can be problematic for many ways and I'm going to get into that in today's video about smoothies, juice, you know, the best way to go about things and it is a little bit of a misconception that orange juice is like fantastic for you and depending on where you're getting the orange juice from but most orange juice is from concentrate or, you know, blended up or had the pith removed and all that. So when you think about it like that, orange juice is and other juices, fruit, fruit and vegetable juices, have been shown to be rich in vitamin C, but lacking completely in fibre. So I would agree with that. I would agree that orange juice would spike your insulin levels. This was her whole argument that this whole breakfast spiked your insulin levels and made you gain weight and made you get acne and all these things, which is absolutely insane. Um, yeah, I would say that orange juice isn't the best you know, breakfast idea, but at the same time, if you struggle to eat fruit and vegetables and orange juice is your only source of vitamin c then 100% do not remove that from your diet and this is what bothers me about people that put out misinformation online is that they don't have the qualifications or the understanding of nutrition as a whole and how it actually impacts people so say um she didn't wouldn't have thought that she might have been talking to a population where it's more important for them to have these foods than not And it can be problematic to tell a whole population on TikTok that, you know, they are not eating properly or not doing the right thing when the foods they're eating are incredibly nutrient dense. So it's problematic in many ways. And really, 
there wasn't much difference in the other breakfast apart from the fact there was more protein and more fats. And I would agree that protein is the most satiating macronutrient. Protein does make us feel fuller for longer. It is really important to get protein sources in every single one of your meals because of that satiating element and because of the fact that we need protein throughout the day, especially if you're someone who exercises a lot. But at the same time, you can you know, alternate your protein. You can have a lot of protein in lunch, a lot of protein in dinner and absolutely none in breakfast if that's what works for you. But there is the argument there as well that protein, if you're not having it with your breakfast, then you might feel hungrier quicker. But at the same time, fibre plays a really important role in feeling full as well. And that breakfast that she was having was really rich in fibre. So if it didn't work for her, fine. But I just think that on TikTok and on Instagram and blah, 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 if their information is not coming from a registered nutritionist or a registered associate nutritionist or you know people that are dietitians or people that are educated on nutrition to a degree level don't take their advice seriously so if you see any of these videos go on their page and if it doesn't have in their bio that they're a nutritionist or a dietitian or whatever and don't listen to like what they call like wellness coaches or like there's a lot of different names like health coach like no if they're not uh, registered by a nutritionist society or registered in the dietitian society do not don't listen to anything and they might be right but it's not worth it's not worth the the understanding it's not worth the maybe they might be right maybe they might be wrong so just listen to the people on tiktok that and Instagram that are actually educated I think that's really really important because sometimes these people that are putting misinformation out don't understand that they are putting misinformation out they think that that is accurate but really you need a very vast majority of a very vast knowledge of nutrition to be able to advise on one food or one breakfast idea and this is why it's so complex and this is why you need a degree to be a nutritionist and you know so it's really complex I've sort of been on went on a bit of a rant there but it's really important that especially in today's day and age that we do communicate that as health professionals that it's not a good idea to listen to your nutrition advice from TikTok or Instagram. It's really not a good idea because people do their own fitness journeys and do things that work for them and think that that is nutrition advice and it's not. So this is this is part of the problem as well that you know nutrition advice is very subjective and it is very dependent on who you are as an individual and us as nutritionists and dietitians. We understand that and we understand how to tailor that for particular people's needs and lay people don't understand that so it's really important that we do acknowledge that but if you know you do need any help with nutrition or anything please do you know speak to a professional about it i.e me you can have a look at my website I am a registered nutritionist and a personal trainer so you can go and have a look at my website and we can just do a 15 minute chat if you want it's totally free but anyway so that was a bit of a rant. Uh, just like I saw that TikTok last night, and I was like, that really annoyed me. How people be wa- people will be watching that video and be like, oh shit, I better stop eating porridge. Like, no, oh my gosh. Anyway, so yes, past couple of weeks have been a little bit crazy. Obviously, you guys know I was in Italy. If you want to hear more about Italy and what we got up to, there's loads of pictures that I've just put in my blog. So my most recent blog post. If you have read my blog, thank you so much because that blog post got a lot of love and people seem to enjoy that one. So there's loads of pictures in there and there's a little bit of 
text about what, what we did and all that so if you are interested in that go and check out my blog I'll put it in the link below as well but that was it was really fun the only thing is just didn't realize how bloody expensive holidays were like you think once you've paid for like the accommodation and everything that you know you're done a little bit but when we got there it was so touristy and it was a place where they just charge you for everything so although it was really great and it was really good to get a break from work and from the all the uni stuff that had been going on with me and completely just get a break from everything and you know the food was amazing the water as well, absolutely stunning. And we actually thought that it was going to be thunderstorming the whole time we were there, because of course we went in September, that all of the weather forecast for literally the day we got there to the day we went back was all uh, thunderstorms. So we actually thought that we were going to get so... the weather was going to be terrible. And every single day it said it was going to thunderstorm. And every single day it was absolutely scorching sunny, you know. So... It was crazy, but we were really lucky with that because I was really worried that we were just literally going to be rain thunderstorm the whole time, which would have been fine as well. You know, it was a nice experience either way, but we got a bit of sun, which was fantastic. And it's absolutely beautiful place. But if you ever want to go to the Cinque Terre in Italy, you know, it's definitely like a bucket list place to go. But beware that it is very expensive and we didn't really understand that one. But... We had a great time and it's just a little bit of a shame that I ended up getting a cold there. Well, Jacob got it and then he gave me it. And we are kind of, we're, we're totally fine now. We have just like a little bit of like um, a residual residual cough in that. So, which is so annoying. I think having a cough is one of the most annoying common symptoms of a cold. And it's like literally the worst thing ever. But also, another little update on the PhD as well, if you have been wondering what the hell's going on. I well, I did get approved for my PhD. I'm not sure if, I'm sure I told you guys that because it was a few months ago now. And I am now waiting for my scholarship to be approved. So basically the scholarship pays for the tuition fees of the PhD, which end up being about four and a half grand a year. So unless you're a millionaire and can afford that plus living expenses, you know, then great. But that's certainly not me. So I am waiting on the scholarship to get back to me. So that should be around next week or maybe just the week after, which is insane because the start date is on the 3rd of October, which is literally about two weeks away. So when I find out, it's going to be very close to the start date. But it doesn't matter. If I get it, I'm going to be so happy. Honestly, this PhD means everything to me. I've been working so hard at it for the past, you know, probably a year and a half, getting closer to two years now which is absolutely insane to think about it like that, you know. So, uh, yeah, it feels amazing to be so close to the start date and, you know, be so finally close to the decision. But it's been a little bit of a long wait and I thought I was going to hear this week and I am not. So, yes, but I need to try and forget about it until next week because (laughs) I'm driving myself crazy wondering what on earth is going on. Uh, but yeah, the business is going well as well, guys. Thank you guys so much if you have, you know, become a client or if you um, have supported me in any way with the business. It's absolutely magical. I am doing so well with it and it just feels amazing to finally be able to help people. And I'm really enjoying it as well. It's, it's fantastic. Also, I'm, I've got a few PT clients as well now, which is fantastic as well, which I'm enjoying. 
and what else has been going on? I'm also in the middle right now of creating an eight-week glute program that you can buy on my website just outward, outright and basically that would be your program for life and you could use it for those eight weeks. You can continue it on, you know, by increasing the progressive overload or you could do it again in two years, you know. So I, I really like that idea because I think they're really useful, especially for people that already go to the gym and just want a focused gym program that they can use that is based on evidence and that has been well, very well thought out by a personal trainer. So I'm working on that and it would just be a one-time payment and you would get the PDF and it'd be yours. So that's really exciting. I'm going to do loads of different ones, but my first one I'm going to do is a glute program because I want to, first of all, do the program and record the evidence and things like that so that I can show show you guys about how good it is and you know, all of that. So that's really exciting. So stay tuned for that because that will be coming out soon. But I want to make sure that it's perfect and all up to date with the most recent evidence before I, you know, let you guys do it and let you guys have it. I want you to have the best, the best experience and the best results possible. So stay tuned for that as well. You can follow me on Instagram, lots of different updates on there all the time, but I'm sure you, you all will listen to this regularly. Do follow me on Instagram. But anyway, let's get into the the actual scientific part of this this video. It's a bit all over the place, this video today. So smoothies and juices and what's the situation there? Are smoothies a good idea? And there's a lot of different controversy on this. So one argument is that when we blend up the food that we're eating, we're breaking down the cell wall, which is basically the fibre, and creating a higher sugar content, which is going to spike insulin, you know, not be good for your teeth, stuff like that. Particularly talking about fruit smoothies. And I have research here that I've been looking at, I looked at this all yesterday, and well, whether or not this is got any merit to it, whether or not smoothies are a good idea, you know, all of that, and I I think smoothies are a good idea depending on the way you do them, but there isn't an element where you have to be a little bit weary about smoothies and the way they're making them and how often we're having them. So, the basically, smoothies are obviously made from, like, fruit vegetables or sometimes as yogurt, milk, seeds, nuts, all that different stuff. You can put anything in a smoothie, but they, they do contain a high level of nutrients, a high level of antioxidants, I mean, most of the time they are fruit vegetable smoothies. They're, they're not really, you know, much else that they're based on, which is fantastic. Um, and studies do associate health benefits with fruit and veg juice or smoothies, which is fantastic. But excessive consumption may be detrimental to dental health uh, because of the high sugar content and acid contents in these foods. And this is one of the arguments as well, is that say if you put four oranges in a smoothie, it's not likely that you're going to sit and eat four oranges, you know, by them by themselves. So why would you eat them in a juice form? That is one of the, the elements that is slightly concerning because when you tend to change the natural structure of foods and condense them down to add more in, they can often become problematic because we are manipulating the structure we're manipulating the way that they're supposed to be consumed, which can often change the structure, change the nutrient content and have a different effect on our bodies. So this is why it's really important that we're careful with what we put into fruit smoothies or juices 
and we balance them out with other things like vegetables or fats or proteins. So I would say that it was probably not the best idea to put five oranges in a smoothie with a banana and strawberries. You know, I would probably say that it was a good idea to put spinach, banana, maybe an orange, you know, that type of thing instead of like a bunch of fruit without anything else in it. Because if you think about that, are you likely to consume five oranges in one sitting? Absolutely not. You'd probably make yourself feel sick. So why would you drink it in a, you know, drink form? So that's really important to consider as well. But that is just one one research that found that may have effect on dental health, which is a questionable thing that I will talk about in a minute. Um, but really, fruit and veg smoothies are high in vitamin C uh, than other smoothies. So when we combine fruit and vegetables together, that's when we see higher contents of vitamin C. And this is what I was saying earlier was when the orange juice or juiced... So juices, when I talk about juices, you know, it's the watery part. It's not got, it's not thick like a smoothie because all of the, when the juices, they put in the fruit and vegetables and they basically blend it, but in a way that removes the juices from the pulp. So the pulp is where, where the, you know, the mushy bit, where you see come off juices. That bit is where we have all the fibre and we have all the nutrients, but the juice does have vitamin C. And it is higher. It is high in vitamin C. So if we're thinking about vitamin C alone, juices are a good option. But we remove the fiber from the juice when we take, when we 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 remove the fiber when we juice fruit and vegetables. And fiber is the thing that attaches itself to the sugar that's in naturally occurring fruit and vegetables, and that slows down the digestion and that doesn't cause insulin spikes. So this is what's critically important. We always need to remember that fiber slows down the digestion process because fiber isn't actually digested it's fermented in your colon so in your large intestine so this takes a longer process to break that down which means there's a slower uh, rise in insulin instead of when you eat say a big glass of orange juice there's no fiber associated with that it's vitamin c which is fantastic but you are getting that sugar hit that you wouldn't be getting if you just ate the orange on its own because when eating orange on its own you are getting the white part of it, you're getting the pith, you're getting all of that part, which is all the fibre and all the nutrients. So this is why this is really important to consider when we're talking about smoothies, when we're talking about juices and we're talking about whole foods. That's really, really important. So the real kind of thing to talk about here is kind of smoothies have the fibre content and juices don't. So smoothies contain about 1.7 grams of fibre per 100 grams compared with 0.1 grams of fiber per 100 grams of juice. So that's a massive difference. Uh, There really is no fiber at all in juices when in comparison to smoothies, which is really, really important, but both were rich in vitamin C. So smoothies and juices are both sources, really great sources of vitamin C, but I would prefer you had the smoothie or you had just the fruit on its own. But this research actually found that there was no differences between the smoothies and the people that consumed the fruit in its whole form. So this is interesting, this is something that shocked me a little bit, that they didn't actually find that there was any nutritional differences between like a whole banana, in a, like a banana, orange and cherries, eat, eaten whole and then in a smoothie. So they didn't actually find any nutritional differences. But the only caveat to that is that 
how often would you sit in one sitting and eat an orange, banana and cherries, you know? So you are getting quite a big sugar hit there. So we need to make sure that we're consuming the fibre alongside that, the protein and uh, the, the fat alongside that as well. This is why it might be quite a good idea to put Greek yogurt or something in your smoothies so you're not just getting that sugar hit. Because if you ate a whole orange, banana and cherries, you would that would be quite a lot of natural sugar in one go. So that's one of the arguments with that. But then at the same time, you can also look at it the other way and think, well, great, I'm getting three portions at my five a day from one sitting in a smoothie that's easy to drink and that tastes good. So there's two different caveats to that, especially when the nutritional quality doesn't change, which is fantastic. It's incredibly important. But as soon as you take that smoothie and juice it into the juice part, then we're taking away the fibre, then we're taking away the nutrients and we're only really getting a source of vitamin C and sugar which is really, really important. And this can be problematic for your dental health. Uh, This has definitely been shown to cause issues, orange juice, apple juice, things like that on your dental health, just like things like Coke have and and all of that. So they're quite similar in that way, apart from, you know, Coke has got a lot more chemicals and a lot more adverse health problems than uh, orange juice. But really, when we are... uh, talking about smoothies most commonly it is mainly fruit that is in them but I would encourage you to add a balance or even maybe more vegetables than fruit so one way to do this is put frozen banana in the smoothie and have you know spinach or other vegetables in there as well because vegetables are lower in sugar and they are also very nutrient dense I would actually suggest to you that you had more vegetables than fruit in a day just because fruit is very, very important for your health and you should be getting a lot of fruit in your diet, but you should be getting a more fruit and fruit to veg ratio. So veg should be more than fruit in your everyday diet, just because vegetables are very nutrient dense and we do require a little bit more when there's a bigger variety of vegetables as well. I also want to share this table with you guys as well, which is very, very interesting. So this table obviously you can't see it but there is basically um, a research done on the comparison of the nutrient content of an average smoothie with three combinations of fruits so they compared smoothies with banana and strawberries banana and cherries and banana and mango and they actually found that the so the smoothie has very similar calorie contents to the three combinations of fruit eaten whole The carbohydrate was very similar as well, same with the sugar and the starch and the fibre was also very, very similar. So there was really very minimal differences in nutritional content in comparison to whole whole food and smoothies. So if you prefer smoothies, if you find them easier to get your fruit and vegetables in, please do, please do intake that. Just be careful of the different things that I've mentioned today. Also try and add vegetables in there as well as some maybe some Greek yogurt, maybe something to balance out the carbohydrate load and sugar load of the foods. And remember, natural sugars from fruit, not a bad sugar at all. We need fruit and fruit is naturally high in sugar, but fruit is very, very good for us. When we're only issue we're thinking about with sugar is when it becomes added when it's in things like processed foods, when it's in things like chocolate, sweets. That's the issue that we're talking about here. And yes, when we remove the pulp from smoothies or from fruit and vegetables and create the juice, 
we can have a similar kind of sugar spike in our bodies and we do need to be careful with that. I would say if you are consuming juice regularly to have no more than 150 mils per day, that is the government guideline to have no more than 150 mils a day. 150 mils a day of orange juice does equate to one of your five a day. So vitamin C is rich in these in these foods, but it is better to have the orange whole or to have a smoothie where the pulp is not removed, where the bits aren't removed from the orange juice. So I would always say to you that a smoothie or the whole fruit itself is a better option than juice. But if you do enjoy orange juice, absolutely no problem, but please keep it a limit to 150 mils a day. I would also say that when you're drinking smoothies, when you're drinking juices, that you use a straw to protect your teeth from the sugar. Another thing as well, fruit does impact your teeth. It does cause decay because all carbohydrate causes decay on your teeth. So, of course, just remember to look after your teeth and you could use mouthwash and stuff after eating a large proportion of fruit. Uh, But not to worry about that at all either, but that is something to be thinking about when we're thinking about smoothies and juices and stuff like that but there isn't a massive amount of evidence on smoothies being particularly bad for your teeth not any more so than normal fruits so don't don't worry to that but don't worry too much about that but I would say just to be on the cautious side drink through a straw I mean it's not going to cause any issues and it's better just to be safe than sorry when it comes to your teeth because I'm petrified of the dentist, I'm sure everyone else is, and we do not want to be messing about with that. But really, I think the takeaway messages here are stay away from juice unless you have it very irregularly and you have a very small portion uh, at any given time. But if you do, you know, want to have smoothies, they're great, you know, if you, especially if you find it very difficult to consume fruit and vegetables and you can easily chuck things into a smoothie, that is absolutely fantastic. Don't stay clear of that. I would say to add a little bit more vegetables than you would fruit. You can really easily make smoothies taste great when it's got loads of vegetables in it and it's a really good way to add spinach, kale, things like that to your diet when you balance it out with other fruits because it can taste amazing and not be as hard to eat as like kale or something like that so it can be really really helpful but I would say avoid or minimize fruit as much as possible as it has less fiber and fiber is one of the most critical nutrients for our health and well-being it is so so important to consume fiber and enough of it so if we're ever in a situation where we are having a less fibrous drink when we could have a smoothie with more fiber always go with a smoothie but very very good uh, you know talking about fresh and blended at home as well, we're talking about you creating your own smoothie in a Nutribullet or some blender. We're not talking about uh, like juice bars or the juice that you get out in the supermarkets and stuff like that. Some might be okay, make sure to read the ingredients, but I would say that it's always better to consume these things at home and made by yourself because a lot of smoothies have added sugar, have added chemicals. And when we start to add sugars to these smoothies, they completely take away all the very highly nutritious element of smoothies and most smoothies that you'll find online online on supermarkets and stuff like that will be uh, very juiced and very blended to say those innocent smoothies things like that they are always quite juicy like they're always on the bit more of a juice side instead of a smoothie so plus that you don't know how long they've been sitting there you do not know when 
the fruit and vegetables been, have been blended and when they've been bottled also they're in plastic bottles as well so you've got issues with BPA things like that so I would say that if you are having smoothies make them by yourself and drink them right away um, as cutting and cooking fruit and vegetables uh, do decrease the nutrient quantity so especially if you have cut them a long time ago and then you're consuming them you know a few days later so try to consume the fruit and vegetables that you've just recently chopped in any way as soon as possible and I, I often see TikToks of as well of people like dissatisfying TikTok videos of people presenting their fridges with like they're chopping up their cucumbers, they're like chopping up all their vegetables and peeling their vegetables and everything to prepare them so it makes it easier for them. And if that makes it easier for you, if that's really important for you, then that's fantastic. But I would stay clear of, you know, altering the vegetable structure or fruit structure before you're eating them. So if you're going to eat a fruit and vegetable, chop them then and there, cook them, eat them, you know, try not to chop things up and then leave them for a few days like it's not the best way to retain nutrients in fruits and vegetables which might surprise a few people but I would always recommend that because when you as soon as you start manipulating a fruit or vegetable you are decreasing the nutrient quantity and the nutritional quantity decreases over time as well and there's more nutrients lost the longer you wait to eat a vegetable. So try and eat your vegetables fresh and try not chop them all up and put them in the fridge and leave them there to when they need to be used. But I've gone a bit of a rant podcast today, to be honest, but I really hope you enjoyed the podcast. I'm hoping that there was a lot of good advice and tips in there as well. I kind of went on a rant about TikTok and people that aren't professional enough on, on TikTok or that aren't health professionals giving nutrition advice. But I really hope this helped. I really hope that it has, you know, kind of created a thing going on in your brain that you now understand the difference between smoothies and juices and different vegetables and how they can help you. So I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. It feels great to be back talking to you all on the podcast. And yeah, it's exciting. I really hope that maybe next week I'll be talking to you about what happened with my PhD. But We'll see, maybe not, it'll be the maybe the week after. Oh gosh, I don't even know. But please stay stay tuned for all of the new things coming on my business. And if you are at all interested in getting any nutritional or fitness or gym related advice, please do get in contact with me. Also, if you uh, live near me at all, I'm not going to tell say where I live on the podcast, but if you do want um, in-person personal training, please do get in contact with me because we might be able to work that out depending on where you live and depending on your situation. So yes, I really hope you enjoyed the podcast. I really hope that it uh, was in- entertaining as well as just ranting and some advice chucked in there. Please do check out my website if you do need any nutritional or personal training advice. Follow me on Instagram and share this with anyone you think it might help or if they would maybe enjoy it. So, and like, comment, share. Also, you can message me uh, if you have any ideas for the podcast, if you have anything you would like me to research and talk about. That would be amazing as well. I, I love to hear from you all. I love to hear about what you think about the podcast and if you have any ideas. So thank you so much for listening and I will speak to you all next week. Bye.